Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any. Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Wisdom Wednesday with Andrew Brandt, the host of the Business of Sports Podcast. And we are presented, as always, by DraftKings. I love winners. Spread the word winner via social media. Sponsor confirmation email winner. I'm trying to give you a free Madden. I don't even know if anybody's even tried this week yet. It's Wednesday. Two days from now, I am giving away a Madden to somebody that takes advantage of any of our sponsors over at RossTucker.com or just the ones you hear me say on the show. Keeps, LinkedIn, you guys hear me talk about them. Manly Bands, which I'll talk about today. And then the YouTube shout-out I love. We're getting a lot more YouTube subscribers, which is exciting. YouTube.com slash NFL. People like being able to see us. People like being able to just see the highlight clips of the other shows that they don't listen to on a regular basis. And we're getting a lot more patrons, a lot more tuckheads. Patreon.com slash RT Media like Chris Schaefer. I think a lot of them, quite frankly, probably just want to see our even money bets on paper in black and white. They have to write them down while we're doing them during the show. I get it. Hey, I don't care what makes you a tuckhead. Just join the family. Patreon.com slash RT Media. Speaking of the family, Andrew Brandt is a long time member of the family. And it's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, so Andrew Brandt is kind of a renaissance man. I think a lot of you know this already. But the guy, like, climbs Mount Everest. He has a Sunday newsletter. He writes for Sports Illustrated MMQB. He's a professor. I guess, what what do you, are you a professor, Andrew? Or do you need to have your, like, doctorate to be able to call yourself a professor? How does that work? Yeah, it's a good question. I am a professor. I am a non-tenure track, right? So when people think of professor, they think of research articles and academia and getting tenure. That's not my jam. You know, I want to do all the other things. And Villanova is great about letting me do all the other things. In fact, Ross, when they hired me, I said, you sure you want me? <laughs> you know, 
do you want to go get an academic that's going to be there all the time with the students and 100% focused? And they said, no, we want, and then they told me the music to my ears, which is your part of this. We like you better out there. You can, uh, no, you can do more for us out there than you can do sitting in an office at Villanova. So yeah, I'm a professor of practice. I'm executive director of the Morad Center, Jeffrey Morad put some money towards this program at Villanova. Uh, and that's my day job. And then I do all these other things. Well, you know, what's interesting, two things. First of all, I really want to do all the students call you professor Brandt. Not all, <laughs> but most do. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, so I, I think that's cool. I would love to be Professor Tucker someday. <laughs> I feel like I could be a professor of a football or offensive line play or podcasts, but I think that's sweet to be called. I think like being called professor is cool. Yeah. I think being called coach is cool. <laughs> I would love to be called either one of those. At some point, maybe when I retire, maybe I'll be a professor slash coach. You know what catches me off guard, Ross, is some people – because I guess to be a professor in, in most academia, I guess you need a doctorate. So sometimes people just call me doctor. And I'm like, who is he talking to? But I guess professors are, you know, sometimes people listening know this. They are called doctors. But yeah. that really catches me off guard. Yeah. Doctor, 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 doctor. Uh, so that's awesome. And by the way, Villanova is a thousand percent correct. You're doing a lot more for them with all the media stuff you do than if you publish some article in some journal none of us would ever read. I mean, it's not even close. It's it's genius, actually, by, by Villanova. You know, it's interesting, Andrew. It's a weird week. And by the way, Andrew, of course, is also, in addition to all the other stuff we talked about, of course, most importantly, is the host of the Business of Sports podcast. And I think it's the best podcast of its kind. And it's a weird week, Andrew, because there aren't a ton of quote-unquote business stories to talk about. But there are still things that I want to get your opinion on. One of which is USC firing head coach Clay Helton after two games, after your alma mater beat them. I guess there's a couple questions there. One that I have is, why would you even bring the guy back as coach if you were willing to fire him after two games, depending on how things went? And then number two, it is uncanny. Andrew, I don't know if you've ever represented any coaches. It's unbelievable how many names get thrown out there for this job. And it will be comical to see how many guys end up getting raises as a result of the perceived USC interest? It's a great question. And again, we don't deal with this a lot. Uh, thanks for mentioning my Stanford Cardinal. Uh, put the nail in the coffin for Clay Helton. That was always one of the best moments in my four years at Stanford, Ross. I think once we beat USC. We beat UCLA, I think, twice while I was there. But they were powerful programs back in the 80s. So, yeah, those, there was a big moment again. And Stanford lost bad to Kansas State first week, and then they do this. Uh, yeah, people are going to bring up names. I don't know why they brought them back. You know, the COVID year, everybody kind of gets a break. Um, but it seemed like he was dead man walking over there at USC for a while, especially Chip Kelly now doing well at UCLA across town. 
yeah, you'll see Urban Meyer's name. You'll see all these names come up. Urban Meyer's not going to get a raise from the Jaguars, but maybe others will. I always, you know, this is like Black Monday in the NFL in January, Ross. I, I don't know. I guess we're all part of it, you and I. But just it just seems a little bit weird and maybe um, sinister that the body's not even cold yet. And the replacement names are coming fast and furious. Now, people don't have a lot of sympathy for Clay Helton, but it always struck, strikes me when firings are done in high-profile sports like football. You know, before you even get the news out that he's fired, it's like, who's next? Um, I don't know. It always strikes me that, that way. What are your thoughts on agents leveraging it to get more money? Yeah, I mean, I think teams are smart, though. Like, is it real? Um, is there more to it than leveraging this SC job? Is there something going on? Are there other jobs that are, he's going to be in play for down the line? And where's the marketplace on his contract and others? It could be, from the team's point of view, a time to reassess the market. And, of course, get more years on the contract, if that's something you want to do. I also really appreciate your perspective on life. And you uh, tweeted a video from Derek Carr after the game Monday night that I really enjoyed. It's gotten a lot of attention. And, you know, we don't have to always be business here. I wanted you to be able to talk about why you, that you found that so impactful. You know, I did. And then you know this as well as anyone and everyone listening on social media knows this. Sometimes you put something out and you just don't know. And I am extremely active on social media, have a lot of followers, not as many as you, Ross, but I have a lot. And um, I'm floored by the response to that tweet. I'm floored. You know, I don't I don't get these kinds of engagements tens of thousands of retweets, hundreds of thousands of likes, you know, that's not in my orbit. That's not, you know, but it's happened. And here's the thing. Derek Carr is interviewed after the game. I was asleep. I saw it the next morning. And he used this bully pulpit of millions of people watching to talk a little bit about the play that won the game, but really praise the receiver. Praise Zay Jones. Zay Jones has been through a lot. And he just kept talking about he's there at 6 a.m. This is about him. This is about hard work. Every time I ask 6 a.m., he's there. I'm like, wow. Of all the things he could have talked about in that moment, of all the things, talk about the fans, talk about Coach Gruden, talk about his offensive line, talk about himself. Uh, he talked about that receiver. It struck me. And so much of what I talk about with leadership and success is humility. And I, I tweeted that phrase, I just became a forever fan, right? I just became a forever fan of Derek Carr. I don't care how he plays. I don't care if he wins the Super Bowl or they go 2-15. and 15. I did because of that soundbite. Now, maybe that's too simplistic. But I've learned through my career, Ross, one of the real trademarks of success is humility. And I haven't always practiced that. But learning from that video, I think, is a great teaching moment. And so many retweets have said that. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was awesome. I loved Derek Carr calling out Zay Jones like that. He said, every time I want to throw at 6 a.m., he's there. He's never missed yeah. one. 
I, I love that, and I'm glad that you spotlighted it. Um, I'm guessing you did not love what happened to your Packers on Sunday, Andrew. I guess I, you know, a lot of people that listen are fans of the Packers, fans of you. A lot of them are Packers faithful. I guess I just need to get more or less your uh, your reaction to what happened. I'll give you a blank canvas for that one. Well, it's not good. It's a stinker. They've thrown up a couple of these over the years against the Chargers a couple of years ago, against the 49ers last year. You know, it's and I know there's this thing about when they travel far, it's a problem. But, yeah, I mean, I have to agree with Aaron. It's just one game. Now there's 16 left, not 15 left. Um, and I would think they'll write the ship against the Lions. You know, you and I, you mentioned it all the time, overreaction Monday. This this lends itself to overreaction. I'm more impressed with how Sean Payton managed Jameis Winston than I am depressed about the Packers. Of course, I'm still a fan, as are my boys. I was checking on them Sunday night. Um, listen, it's not good. But here's what got me triggered, of course, is where these takes about Aaron's uh, uncertain status of the offseason affecting the game. Come on. Come on, like something going on in April, May, June is going to affect a pattern or a play or a defensive snap on Sunday in September, please. You know, if anything, you look at people like JJ, TJ Watt or Dwayne Brown or Jamal Adams being a hold in over the, was that affecting anything in September? Of course not. And neither was this, in my opinion. Interesting. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree. Um, on, on the business front, you know, one of the things that is happening, a lot of injuries week one, lots of injuries, Andrew. And I guess if you could just take us through the process for a guy that was in the front office like you were when there's an injury, because it feels like there's a lot of parts to it. Number one, you got to make sure you have enough cap space for these injuries before the season. And number two, you know, you put the guy on IR, you got to bring another guy on, you got to account for that in the budget, you got to find a new guy. Can you just kind of take us through what that was like when there were injuries when you were in Green Bay? Yeah, I mean, it's simple with uh, it happens during the game, and that was really my role because I obviously I don't have a lot to do during the game to affect the team performance. But something happens, get the word from the GM, we have our ready list. And either me or the pro personnel director would get on the phone with the agent to get someone in to replace them. You know, replacements at this time of year, any time of year, really, are minimum contracts. Maybe there's a little bit of negotiation. But what's different, Ross, carrying over from the COVID year, which is so different than my era, IR is now a three-week thing, right? In my day, IR is all year, all year. So now you're making real determinations with the docs and they're saying it's four or five weeks. Well, it could at last to nine weeks. And if it's nine weeks, it's the season. And these are tough decisions. And I, I think it's a big benefit that it's only three weeks now because now you have more roster management control and you're putting someone down. Um, you may get them back, you know, in October, that's fine. You know, I think they're going to have a really tough time, Andrew, putting the toothpaste back in the tube, so to speak, with the IR rules, with the expanded practice squad. I just, after doing it two years in a row, 
I guess I think I'd be surprised if they if they reverted back. I think the three week IR thing is probably here to stay. I think so. I think if COVID makes a disappearance, God willing, I don't know about the practice squad. <laughs> I don't think they'll be carrying that many, but we'll see about that. Um, last thing I want to say on the business side, Ross, because it strikes me as the season started, two players that didn't do contracts. And they are Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson. You know, we have this three-year window where you can do contracts after three years in the league. And pretty much every quarterback has had it. I know Dak Prescott went on a tag before it happened, but Carson Wentz and Jared Goff and Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. And it happened with Josh Allen, but it didn't happen with those two. You and I talked about this before. Could be the teams just not ready to commit. And maybe the cautionary tales of Wentz and Goff could be the players saying the market's only going up, you know, um, could be the, the terms that maybe the teams want a Josh Allen eight year deal. The players want more of a Dak Prescott four year deal. So I just find it fascinating that these two quarterbacks who've obviously proven themselves are not getting contracts. And I would think not the rest of the year. Um, Last thing I wanted to ask you about, there's this weird, you know, these practice squad rules where they can have veterans on practice squad and they can move them up and down. I mean, the Patriots are moving their backup quarterback and starting kicker off and on practice squad each week. Like, they've once again found a rule. I I don't think that this was the intention of being able to bump guys up. It was really for COVID being able to move guys off and on being able to have vets on practice. It was really COVID related and the Patriots and look, I'm not blaming them, but they now bring up their backup quarterback and starting kicker off the practice squad on Saturday and put them back on there on Monday so that they can have essentially a, I don't know, 55, 57 man roster. (laughs) I think you just said it. You know, you put out these COVID rules and teams are smart, especially Belichick. You know, how can we take advantage of this? How can we find a loophole? How can we do exactly what you just talked about? And the smart teams are doing that. You know, it's the same with the cap. You know, it happens every year. There are ways to get around the cap uh, that teams have tried to, to leverage. You're right. And until the NFL sort of realizes this and puts a stop to it, which they probably won't. We're going to have that. I'm surprised more teams aren't doing it, frankly. It's a really good point. Check him out on the Business of Sports podcast, his Sunday 7 newsletter, his MMQB column, and you can even try to enroll at Villanova if you'd like, so you can call him Professor Brandt. He's <laughs> at Andrew Brandt on Twitter. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks, Ross. And the podcast this week, Colin Kaepernick, uh, Dave Zirin of the nation covered him more than anyone comes out with a book this week. It's coming out. So I interviewed Dave all about the Kaepernick effect, both past five years and what's going on now. Oh, awesome. Interesting. I'll be, look, I'll be looking forward to listening to that one. Thank you. Thanks, Ross. Thank you to all of you, by the way, who have realized how awesome Manly Bands is. You know, for so long, it was all about the ladies in our lives, right? Cut. Clarity, carrot, color, not 
so much really thinking about us and what we might want to wear on our hands. Manly Bands offers your hand the freedom to look how you want it in just about every type of earthly material imaginable. Manly Bands, they'll send you this ring sizer, which I did. And then after you get the ring sizer, you can pick what you want as your band. And they have all kinds of awesome materials. Gold, wood, antler, steel, dinosaur bone, and even the meteorites that killed them. Once you've selected your band, Manly Bands offers free shipping worldwide and a 30-day exchange policy and a free warranty. I've told you guys before, I just like having a second band to change it up every once in a while. And my first band gets beat up from wearing it when I work out and stuff. So I'm glad I have this other band now that I can wear for nice occasions. To order your Manly Band and maybe get a Madden and get 21% off plus a free silicone ring, go to manlybands.com slash Ross. That's manlybands.com slash Ross for 21% off. Manly Bands, the best darn rings, period. Ducks takes. Hey, Ross, lots of Saints news today. Eight members of the team, including six assistant coaches, one nutritionist, and a player, tested positive for COVID while the team signed both center Austin Reeder and wide receiver Kenny Stills to the practice squad. So the player that tested positive for COVID, I think, is Michael Thomas, who's already on PUP because they put Michael Thomas on the COVID list now. So he wasn't going to play anyway. But, yeah, six assistant coaches, I don't know if any of them will be able to coach this weekend or not. That seems like a lot to me, six assistant coaches. Meanwhile, Eric McCoy is going on IR. They're starting center. He's out for at least six weeks, I heard. That's why they signed Austin Ryder. And then Kenny Stills, I think they just feel like they need more speed and explosiveness at receiver. It sounds like both of those guys will get bumped up from practice squad to active roster soon, but you know, people kind of thought that, wondered that about Le'Veon Bell and Devontae Freeman, and it didn't happen. Ducks takes. Monday night football, a rough one as both teams lost starting guards for the season. The Ravens lost left guard Tyree Phillips, Raiders, Denzel Good. Right, Good was playing right guard for them. So think about that for the Raiders now. You know, they had a whole new right side of the line and center. Incognito didn't play left guard. And now their right guard's done for the year. So Illuminor, Jermaine Illuminor, was playing right guard for them. Meanwhile, for the Ravens, Ben Cleveland is still on NFI. So they had Tyree Phillips starting. He's now done for the year. So now they got to go to Ben Power. So these teams are essentially going to like their third guards now at some of these spots. In week two. Ducks takes. A couple of other signings include the Colts inking safety Andrew Sandejo and the Jets bringing in linebacker B.J. Goodson. Well, the Jets uh, need bodies. B.J. Goodson's a guy that started a bunch of games for the Browns the last couple of years. Sandejo, it feels to me like Goodson and Sandejo are, are guys that maybe these teams wanted 
but they just didn't want to have him on the opening day roster to fully guarantee their salary for the whole season. So they waited until after week one before they actually, you know, brought him in and are going to sign him now. Ducks takes. Two other notes. Uh, you and Andrew already talked about uh, Clay Helton being let go at USC. Anything else you want to add to that one? And also Niners running back Raheem Mostert announcing that he is actually out for the entire season. Brian, when you lived in L.A., did USC feel like the pro football team was like, was that clearly the the team people cared the most about? I think so. Yeah, definitely. Because at that time, uh, for the most of the time that I was out there, UCLA wasn't uh, in the spotlight. I mean, right. it, it was it was more USC just because of the time, I think. They're just a better right, team. Right, right, right. Well, so Mostert, I guess, realized that this surgery option he has is better for his uh, for his long-term career to get it repaired and let it heal rather than trying to come back in eight weeks. As for the Helton thing, you know, Eric Bieniemy's name already being mentioned. I think Eric would do an outstanding job there. And they kind of like having that, you know, that NFL flavor to – to, to coach them at USC. They've had success with that. Obviously, Pete Carroll. A lot of people have success with Duralast Elite brake pads available exclusively at AutoZone. AutoZone knows what's up. Let's just get the best brake pads. Let's have them be sold exclusively here so everybody needs to come to us. I love it. Duralast parts have always been known to be proven tough. Literally, it's called Duralast. Well, Duralast Elite just takes that to another level. It lasts three times longer than a typical Duralast pad, which is crazy if you think about it, especially if you find yourself in a lot of stop-and-go traffic, which is the worst. Hopefully you listen to me while there's stop-and-go traffic, or if you typically drive with heavier loads in your car. They got this fancy protective hex pattern, which keeps them performing longer. What I like, because I've had squeaky brakes before safer smoother and quieter stops you're not constantly worried about them grinding down the future of stopping starts with duralast elite brake pads only at autozone let's get to an email bright ever wanted to ask an nfl player a question well here's your chance it's time to ask ross so here's what I love, okay? I love when I get an email from you guys to ross at rosstucker.com because it's either you sending me a sponsor you took advantage of, like Manly Bands, because you want to win the free Madden or any of our sponsors. There's a lot of good ones. Or you took advantage of another sponsor and you just want to ask me a question, which I love. Ross at rosstucker.com. Anytime you take advantage of a sponsor, and we got a lot of good deals with these people, DraftKings, use the code Ross, whatever it is, you get to ask me a question. What do you got, Brian? Well, I got something from Michael Clark in San Diego. Hey, Ross, longtime fan here. I'm not even that into football anymore since my beloved Chargers left town. Uh, I love how your podcasts, though, blend humor, insight, and more than a few life lessons. And 
I'd like to see Tony Robbins break down the cover too. So my question for you, I had a chance to meet Chris Dealman at a golf tournament a few years after he retired, and he told me crazy things that he would do the day after a game, usually popping eight Advils and then lying in bed for about 30 minutes before he could get up. So, Ross, you mind sharing what you would do after a game? Advil, ice, the soothing sounds of ACDC? From Michael Clark, um, you know, Michael, your first comment there means a lot to me. That's really interesting that you're not that into football anymore, but you still listen to the show. That's quite the compliment. Humor, insight, and more than a few life lessons. Gosh, I guess I don't feel like I'm I'm giving out life lessons, but uh, the fact that some of you feel like I am, that means a lot. Look. My big thing is gratitude and positivity. Like I just, I just think life's so much more fun that way. If you're thankful for the things you have, the people in your life, number one. And then number two, I think if it just, what, what's the point of being negative? What's the point of complaining? It just doesn't, it doesn't help you. It doesn't get anything done. Uh, as for your specific question, I don't know, man. I don't think I was as, I don't think I was as bad as other people were after games. I mean, I was sore and it wasn't easy to get up, but I'd get up and I'd usually go to the facility and I'd get a workout in. I'd get a lift in. You usually had to do two or two or three lifts a week. So I get a lift in, which the research says is the best thing to do. And then I do on the cold tub. And, I mean, I was probably always taking some type of anti-inflammatory at that point in the season. Then I'd watch the – I'd review the game tape, and that was it. Yes, yeah, so I, I don't – I hear some of these horror stories. I guess I'm in a be- better place than a lot of these other guys were. As far as the I think we're done here shout-outs, we go reverse order for one. Let's get, let's get wild. SteakhouseSports.com, HumanHeadNYC.com, Vision Comics with an X, Sportaculture, Pizza Boy Brewing. We will have the Fantasy Feast podcast today. Make sure you check out, and of course, there's two parts to that. Make sure you check out Even Money. Steve and I both get off to a great start this year. And College Draft Podcast. Emery was 4-0 on his college football picks last week. So we got a good thing going to start the year here. Please spread the word via social media or just word of mouth. It means a lot. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. you got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109WITHIT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.